0: Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jinlyn, and I'm so excited. I have baby down for a nap and I just hope she stays that way so I can um, get this recorded today. But um, what this episode is going to be about is basically telling you all the things that have not worked for me in the past. And it might seem kind of weird. Like, why would you spend time talking about what doesn't work? Um, but I think it's important because I think when you look at things from a perspective of what didn't work, you know, and if you can kind of see, okay, well, what was it about that? Or, you know, it's just, I think helpful. And another thing about it is that a lot of these, um, I think we all have a tendency to do. I think it's just like a human nature type thing. And, um. So I'm gonna just talk to you about each one that I think um was causing me an issue and either why or what I did instead or you know, so we can kind of look at it in different ways. Um so the first thing is beating yourself up. Um I think the problem with just being all over yourself is that when you are coming at it from that perspective, it's like, where's the motivation to do anything differently? Like, if you don't, you know, like say you did something, it didn't work out, but your first inclination is to start saying, well, it's because you're so stupid and you should have known that that wouldn't work and why would that ever work? So, this is really where self compassion comes in. And I recorded about that a few weeks ago. um, Although with my sense of time lately, it could have been a year ago, but eh, I know it was like a month ago. Um, But think about it in terms of instead of you being the person that did that, whatever happened, what if it had been a friend of yours, like a good friend or your child or... Somebody that you're usually pretty understanding of, we wouldn't want, like, don't think about it as like your worst enemy did it, but somebody that you're pretty close to and that you want to see do well in life and things like that. And when you look at it that way, like, what if that person did that? What would be my response to that person if this had happened? That's kind of the response that you should have. If that doesn't work, then think about if, and I know not all situations would work this way, but what if it had been a child or a child was maybe not necessarily did the same thing. Cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking long lines of like you started using a new planner and a week later or a month later or six months later you find that planner and you're like, Oh my gosh, I did exactly one day. So think about it, you know, so obviously a child wouldn't do something like that because they probably don't use planners for, you know, mapping out their life or anything. But if they did something in a similar, you know, similarly, like not, I mean, it is important, but it's not that important. You know, it's not that important where you would be like, you know, why do I even bother? Because that's the other part of it is that you need to find, so the opposite of this would be finding what went right with it. And that would be coming from more like troubleshooting type thing. Um, you know, what went right about this? Well, filling out this planner, I started thinking about these goals that I wanted to follow. And even though I didn't keep up with the planner, I still did the goal thing. And when I created the um my weekly plan that I use when I created that, um I was supposed to be doing it in conjunction with this other planner that was what I used to create it, but that just didn't work out. And you know what? It didn't matter. Like using that planner for the the way that I did it was worth the price of it. Because I've actually stuck to this plan for longer than I've ever stuck to anything. So it was a good um It turned out well for me, but think about, so like in that situation, if I was sitting here beating myself up over not using that planner, when I've done my weekly plan, perfect the last two weeks, like not every single thing done, but I had a perfect week on my weekly activities last week. And this past week I did have a perfect week. Like I did every single thing on it. Um, and that's the first in my entire life, like I could do that for a day, but to do it for an entire week, like, that just blew my mind. Um, but why would I be sitting here beating myself up over not using that planner? Obviously, I didn't need to. So think about it from those, that kind of point of view. Like, what was the positive that came out of it? And if nothing else, when you found the planner, I, I know this is like, I'm just putting it in a situation that may not fit with you at all. But the fact that you found it and looked at it, well... You reminded yourself of what you're, you know, to get back on track or whatever. And if you actually get back on track, that is a success. Like if you actually, and that was my thing for the longest time, I would buy planners, do all this work with them and then not follow anything in them. It was mostly because I didn't ever remember to look at them. So, um, but yeah, so look for the silver lining. Um, okay. So here's the next one that has always been, something that just did not work for me at all. And that is extreme change. So I don't even remember when it was, but I know a while back, once again with a planner, but I had created this morning routine. And there were so many things in the morning routine. I guess what I thought was that I would just start doing all these things one behind the other as a habit. And And I think I like I would try to do like the morning routine and the PM routine and whatever needed to be done in the middle of the day, like just this huge laundry list of stuff that I needed to do when I was starting from not even brushing my teeth in the morning or something like that. Um, So extreme, extreme change is it's just not really feasible. And it's if you think about it, we are all creatures of habit, whatever we typically do. Is what we tend to repeat, and unless we have, like, honestly, I feel like unless I had a live in life coach, there's no way I would ever do that because I would forget it on the second day, I would forget whatever I was supposed to be doing because I would be so used to my habits of. And it's not just you know, like, I could do anything for a day, like, yeah, I could do an extreme list for one day, but once I go to sleep and wake up the next morning, like, I'm gonna forget, I mean, and maybe I'll do it for two days but I'm either going to forget or I'm going to burn out. And both of those are going to lead to not complying with whatever the new thing is that you want to do. So extreme change, the opposite of doing that, or what you could do instead of trying to make a huge extreme change is take a look at your habits and, or like whatever you typically do in the morning, maybe one day, like spend one day, even writing down what you do from when you wake up to you know a certain point like this is because you know we all kind of have like those demarcations in our day like okay this is where I see the end of the morning into the afternoon and this is where I see the end of the afternoon into the evening or whatever so just kind of track what you're doing like without trying to make any changes to it and see you know write that list down like what is your typical habit because here's the thing we all have habits and routines. It's just that some of them really suck. Like you think that... I used to be big on like I don't like routine. I don't want to have a routine because I hate doing the same thing day in and day out over and over the same exact way. But we do it. Like we we do the same things anyway because it's just how we're wired. So we think we don't want to have a routine. But the fact is that you have a routine. It probably just sucks if you're, you know, wanting to make a change. So... What you want to do is after you've really looked at your habits. So for instance, if the first thing that you do in the morning is pick up your cell phone and get on Facebook for three hours or whatever apps, that is definitely something that you want to change. But let's say at the point when your stomach is really grumbling and you're really hungry to the point where you have to get off your phone and you have to make yourself something to eat, let's say at that point that you... Go and make yourself breakfast. Then you take your vitamins. Um, Then you decide to take a shower. And you brush your teeth after you take a shower. And when you come into your bedroom, you make up your bed and you get dressed. And then you get your phone and you go into the living room and you sit on Facebook for six hours. Okay. You have some parts of your routine that really suck. But that whole middle part from breakfast to taking a shower and straightening up your room... Those are good habits and those are already stacked and those are things that you can build on. So instead of making an extreme change, like I'm going to wake up, first thing I'm going to do yoga and then I'm going to, you know, like say like you take things in reverse the order. Well, I've done yoga now so I need to take a shower before I eat breakfast and um, then I'm going to do XYZ, I don't know. But what you've done there is... Anytime that you wake up and you're automatically hungry, you've just completely... Like, if you wanted to eat first, you've taken habits that you already had stacked together that were really good and were working for you, and you've mixed up the order to where basically what's going to happen is that one day that you wake up, forget to do yoga, you're really hungry, you go to the kitchen, and you're basically going to go back into the same thing again, which, you know, remember the end result is like six hours on your phone. So um, that's definitely what you don't want to do. So you don't want to do this extreme change where you're trying to force yourself into something that's just completely unnatural for you. Take a moment just like I mean this is what a scientist would do. Observe what's already going on. See what is usable, what needs to go, and then how can you change that? Well, if you wake up first thing in the morning and your phone's not next to your bed, you can't sit on you you know, you can't sit on your phone for a couple hours first thing in the morning. So it's very simple, like troubleshooting type things, but extreme change where it's like, okay, I'm going to um just put my phone my phone's gonna be next to the bed, but I'm not gonna look at it, I'm not gonna touch it all day until I've done ten different things that I've never done before. It's just not usually gonna work. Um you can work up to it though. So like if you have this Like, dream of what you want it to be like. And if it's really that strong, it's going to be much easier for you to actually implement and do. Like, if your desire to do it is that strong, because that's what's going to drive you. But you can definitely build up to extreme change, but I wouldn't just, you know, take a look at what's working. Don't mess. If you've got some really ingrained, stacked habits like that, do not mess with those. Like, that was one of the things I noticed about my. Um, Basically, what I just told you guys is kind of my morning routine um, or parts of it. Because what I noticed was when I went from the bathroom into my room and see it's getting messed up for me right now because since my kids aren't here, I'm waking up earlier and I'm having my husband um, stay in the bed with the baby. And so um, I can't go in there and make the bed and do all that kind of stuff or I would wake everybody up. But um, it's not really that far from... My routine I had before because what I used to do was I would pretty much leave my bed unmade every morning but as soon as I got home from work the very first thing I did when I came in from work was made the bed because my husband always slept later than me and never makes the bed so that was just my um that was the routine that I got into and that works just as well and honestly because I usually would take a shower after work because I would just feel like that's kind of like my you know I said about the demarcation points that was kind of like that for me was um to take a bath like that signaled like the workday is over and I'm home and then I would go into my room just like I said before um and first thing I would do is make my bed um so it kind of is the same it's just the times I'm doing it are different based on like what the situation is so okay but let's move on um I have to okay I don't know What did I mean by this? I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, okay. Alright. So let me first say this so you can kind of see the difference. So the last thing I talked about was an extreme change where you are like rearranging, you're putting in um stuff that is um like you're kind of changing the order. You're kind of just like, I'm gonna wake up early and I'm gonna do ten things and I'm going to you know, just extreme. It's so different from what you typically do. And especially if it's like goes against everything that you've ever been able to to do. Um, but the other thing is too much change. So I think I remember what I was thinking about when I did this and it was back to that morning routine that I did had like 17 different steps. Um, so really it was just too much. It was too much, just too many things to try to cram into a morning routine. Like and I'm talking about now I have a baby. This was before that. This is when I was just like I could do whatever I wanted, but I couldn't do anything I wanted because I couldn't make myself do things. But when I would try to do things, I would try to just do too many different things all at once. So um not anything that so like extreme change would be like things that are just not like completely out of character. But too much change is, like, things that I normally do, but trying to make it um, just, like, not only am I going to do my morning routine, but I'm going to have this as my afternoon routine and an evening routine. So, like, trying to build three different things at once or going from, you know, a person that just does, like, Swiffer and wet uh, Clorox wipes or whatever, and now you're going to just start scrubbing and deep cleaning, like, every day. Um, So just too much, like too much too soon, really, because what I have off to the side is, but keep trying. Um, so the idea here is change just one little thing or change two little things and then keep adding to it. Um, or work with the morning routine, then work with the PM routine, or maybe actually it might be better to work with the PM routine first. But whatever it is, like, let's say that you have this great idea and so you write it all down because it's just the best idea you've ever heard. That's great. And I'm not saying don't do that, but you need to think about, um, if you have this laundry list of stuff to do, you need to give yourself some grace as far as getting it started. So This goes, this is where they all start kind of wrapping into the same thing. So, if you have this great list to do all this stuff and you get started, and the first day, you know, you're really motivated that first day, so you do everything on the list. Great. The second day, you know, you start doing the list, you're committed to it still, but in the middle of the day, your kid throws up all over your kitchen, and now you have to clean that up, and then you're taking care of him the rest of the day, and on and on and on so like basically you just get thrown which isn't it funny how that happens so many times it's almost like to see are you really gonna keep trying to do this so at that point you didn't finish your list but the next day you get started again and you're like okay I didn't get my whole list done yesterday but you know there was some craziness going on so that wasn't really my fault so I'm gonna start again. And on this day, maybe because you didn't do the day before all the way through or whatever, you're not quite as committed to it and you don't do all this stuff by the third or fourth day, fourth or fifth day, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. I can never, why, why do I even bother creating these systems and things like this? Cause I never do them. Okay. So that's what we don't want you to get to. So if you come up with a huge plan, great. Don't expect yourself to complete it every day expect yourself to like, okay, I love this plan. Like I love the idea of this plan, but right now I'm just going to focus on morning routine. If I get the morning routine done every day, then I'm good. Like that's all I'm going to make myself accountable for this week. Next week, it'll be this and this. So you add a little bit more to it. Um, okay. So my last thing that I want to talk about that doesn't work is, and this kind of goes along with, um, something I've talked about before as far as the instigation of your habits. Um, but it's a little different. Um, so this thing that doesn't work, which pretty obvious, but keeping whatever it is in your head. So not writing it down, but just trying to keep everything that you need to do in your head. Um, okay. In the morning, or I'm going to work out this week, but you don't write anything down. Like it's probably not going to happen. So you definitely want to have something that you can look at and as a reminder. And then if you actually have your ideas written down, then if you create the instigation habit, which is just to look at it and all you focus on is the instigation habit. So like what I just said a minute ago about doing your morning routine, maybe that shouldn't even be it. Maybe your first um, thing that you want to focus on is making sure you look at your plan every day. Like, even if I do nothing, as long as I look at my plan, like maybe I look at my plan and put a, a check mark by that day when I look at it. Even if I can't get anything accomplished, or even if I get the first two things accomplished, that's just all I can do for the day. Because you want to, you know, you do kind of slowly build up um, things. And of course, I guess I should add to this list. This isn't actually written down on my paper that I'm reading for my notes, but. The other thing is, um, having a bad attitude. That is something that doesn't work. Um, and if you really look at how I started this plan, because what happens with a bad attitude, if you have not gotten, if you don't have a reason in your mind, heart, soul of why you are doing this, like, who is it for? What is the purpose of what you're trying to do? If you're not doing it for you, if you are not doing it because you want it to be that way and that's the only thing you care about is what you want and getting what you want. And I know that sounds horrible to say and it's really just like a mind exercise, but until you can get to that point with yourself, your bad attitude is always going to creep up because your bad attitude is going to be sitting in your ear saying stuff like, well, those aren't my dishes. Why do I have to do them? This is my kid's job, but my kid's spending the night with a friend because I didn't check before I let them go. And so now I'm not going to do that. That's their job. But if it keeps you from doing what you need to do, then the person whose focus is on getting what they want and this is how I want it to look and this is what I want to do, that person is going to do the dishes even though it's the kid's job because they want it done now so they can finish cleaning the rest of the kitchen so they can have their kitchen looking the way they want it to. So that's the funny thing about bad attitudes is like you think in your head you're like it's not fair to me that I have to do something that somebody else is supposed to do so I'm not going to do anything but the only thing that that accomplishes is making it to where you don't get what you want so you just participated in making sure that you didn't get what you wanted Whereas if you took, because I've timed myself before, you guys know this, it takes about eight minutes to unload a dishwasher. So if you had taken eight minutes of your time and done that job, and then you could do whatever else needed to come, and it may not be dishes. I mean, it's usually just like one little thing that's like a hiccup. But um, just eight minutes, and you could have had everything exactly the way you wanted. So then here comes that kid from his friend's house, and the first thing you're saying is like, you didn't do anything you were supposed to do. You know, like it's not a good homecoming. Whereas if the kitchen is straight and they come in and they're like, Oh, hey, we do this. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the time you had. Okay. Look, I you know, you were supposed to do the dishes before you left and you didn't. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to deduct this much money from your allowance, or you're not gonna be able to go to your friend's house for two weeks, or whatever the, you know, thing is that you um, Or make them go do one of your jobs. Like whatever you were planning to do next, like whatever's next on your list of chores, make them do that. Maybe it's like folding your underwear. They would probably really not enjoy that. But you would kind of be like, ha ha, and my kitchen's clean. So, you know, there's ways around a bad attitude. But that is definitely, if you look at my whole journey over the last few months from where I started out to now, that was definitely one of my big issues was having a bad attitude mostly stemming from it's not fair and then on top of that I had the expectations that I had set for everybody like you should do this at this time even though I don't even tell you what I want you to do um so um dropping expectations of other people um not worrying about making things fair and all of that has really helped tremendously. Okay. I'm, I just got, um, okay. Well, that is pretty much all my list of what doesn't work. And I guess I did give you guys some ideas of what to do instead, so it's not all negative um, but anyway i if you haven't heard yet if you didn't um, listen to the update post or if somehow it didn't get uploaded, I am actually creating a workbook where um, you it basically takes you through this whole thing um, from you know like what do you what's your main complaint all the way through to Um, create setting up your morning and evening routines and art like the whole thing with like seeing, um, like evaluating where you're already at, looking at what you already have that's good, looking at what you already have that's stacked, um, into creating your plan with the essentials and, um, a brain dump list and how to incorporate that and all the way down to getting that started and then, um, like working on it for a certain period of time and then coming back and troubleshooting and evaluating to see about any changes you need to make. Um, So it takes you through all the steps that I use to create my plan. And um, it's probably going to be a while because it's not only the actual content, but then creating the workbook pages. and, um, And one thing that will be different about it is a lot of the things I see It's like it takes you. It's just like here's a worksheet. Figure out like what your priorities are. Here's a worksheet. Figure out like what you want to do for your morning routine. Here's a worksheet. Figure out like what you need to do. This is going to actually build off of whatever. Because I always talk about um, the one journal that I had was like ask you all these questions. But then you come up with this plan. It has nothing to do with anything that it asked you prior to that. That is a waste of your time. So this one will actually incorporate the components that happened before to get you really thinking about exactly what you want and get like laser focused on what you need to do, what's going to contribute to your success and what is just fluff and can be left out. Because I think in the back of our minds, we kind of know when things are just busy work and we want to stay focused on exactly what it is that we um, need to do to get from point A to point B. So that is going to be the whole um, Thing. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know where, when it will be available. But I'm just letting you guys know that I'm working on it. Um, so I will give you more information as I have it, and um, I'm sure it's going to be evolving. I kind of have it like the skeleton of it laid out. Um, questions and questions and things like what different workbook pages, like kind of like sketch, not sketchups, markups. I don't know what you call it, but like a draft, Draft, That's what you call it. Um, but to actually create it because I want it to look nice too so um once I have like the basic idea then we'll go with I guess fonts and colors and designs and on and on and on so it's not anything I expect to be finished honestly I don't it might be finished by the end of the year because um, that would be six months but I don't know we'll see